What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. My voice is a little bit groggy again today. I don't know why. I don't know why. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but sometimes you just have to decide that the show must go on. Appreciate you for listening. Uh, in my newsletter that I sent out to my email list this morning, I reflected upon a recent story where I was very enraged. <laughs> uh, and it makes me think of a couple of things that I wanted to share with you today. I think uh, when over the years in in working with men particularly, right, I, I worked with women from about 2010 until the end of 2018. I made a transition to working with, with men uh, in the start of 2019. And again, I didn't want to just assume that I knew what men were going through just because I am one. Uh, so I started doing a lot of market analysis data research, whatever you want to call it, uh, and ultimately put out a, a poll, um, a survey, asking what are the top three emotions that men most commonly feel. Now, at least for the, the, the guys that I connected with, and there's over 30 or 40 guys that responded to this survey, you know, and I should probably do it again since it's been, you know, a year or two. They said that they more most regularly feel um, frustration, loneliness, and anger. I'm like, okay, I feel that. I feel that a lot. And so, <laughs> tune in the other day, and uh, I've got a bunch of, of Airbnb properties. And one particular property, uh, a guy reached out to me and said, hey, uh, you know, I see that you don't have your place rented. Um, could I come in and rent it tomorrow? You know, about 24 hours from now, there's just two of us. Um, and considering how you would otherwise maybe, you know, not make any money, would you be willing to knock off a couple hundred bucks? Um, you know, some money is better than none. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fair. You know, just, you know, as long as you agree to the, the house rules of like no parties and loud music and no smoking and all that good stuff. He's like, yeah, you bet. I'm like, cool. So uh, the guy checks in and, and immediately he's kind of, you know, bitching and moaning about the parking. I'm like, sorry, dude. And in the listing, it says, you know, like Friday and Saturday nights because the area that my Airbnb is, there's several popular restaurants. Parking can be an issue. Um, and so he's complaining about that. And I'm like, you know, and I empathize. It's not, you know, especially if you fly in and you're ready just to like settle into your place and you're having a hard time finding parking. Like I get that. 
Um, and then he starts commenting on a few other things in the house um, that weren't totally clean. Like there was a little bit of like, you know, the outside of an onion, uh, a few little flakes of an outside onion, like on on the, you know, shelf in the in the refrigerator. I'm like, okay. He said he found a little bit of uh, dog hair from a previous uh, guest on the duvet cover. I'm like, you know, what? I apologize. Uh, he said there's no coffee, you know. I'm like, shoot. So little things like that were overlooked by my cleaning crew. And ultimately by me, right? Since the buck stops with me. So I so I apologize, and I ultimately end up sending him uh, some more money through Venmo to, to make up for it and to pay for his coffee and any breakfast that he and his partner want to have and, you know, apologize. He's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. I'm like, I know. I, I, I said, oh, he said, you didn't need to do that. I said, I know. But I felt like I, I really wanted to. And... There's something to be said about, uh, you know, I've stayed at a lot of, like, nice hotels, right? And the nicest hotels that I've been at, they will do anything to make it right, right? They Like, you are number one. And if you need anything, they'll get it, right? So I'm kind of thinking, like, let's, let's have that standard where, man, like, a, kind of a concierge, like, if you need anything, I got you, you know? So um, that's that. And uh, this is a week ago, roughly, and I I have a late volleyball game. It starts at 9 p.m. And my cleaning crew, who who are awesome, um, the the one in particular, she because this was a last minute booking, she had a very full schedule and she works other jobs and um, she's like I can squeeze you in, but I probably won't be able to get over there until like 9 9 p.m. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, no worries. Thank you. So she texts me. She's on her way just as I'm rolling up to volleyball. And, uh, and when I'm walking out of volleyball around like 10, 15 PM, I'm looking at all these texts and she's like, Oh my God, Johnny, this, your place is the worst I've ever seen it. I'm like, what? And this guy had assured me that, because uh, he has seven other Airbnb, pro- Airbnb properties back in like Atlanta or something like that. He's like, I will leave it perfectly clean. You don't have to worry about anything. Thanks so much for making a last minute, you know, exception. I'm like, sure. I'm like, what? And so she's, I'm looking at these photos and she's like, it looks like someone's vomited all over the floor and the toilet, uh, the bathroom, guest bathroom floor. Uh, the, uh, the entire house smells of weed. And, uh, and she's just sending me photos, like the windows were open, the lights were on. Of course, it's winter time here in Denver. So, you know, the heat was cranking for, from when they checked out at what, 11, 11 AM all the way until like 9 PM. So I'm like, oh man, I'm pissed. So I'm like, Hey, listen, I got to go home. I'm going to let the dog out, feed him. I'm going to come over and help you just because I felt badly. This is a gal that works multiple jobs, she's going to school, she's working to get her, you know, her education, her degree, and then after a really long day, she has to deal with, you know, this shitty human being, so anyways, long story long, I ultimately, I'm pissed, and I, and, and my, I'm kind of seeing red, from the standpoint of like, I'm not, I haven't completely lost my shit, but I kind of want to you know, this, I just felt so disrespected that I went out of my way 
to accommodate this guy. I knocked off a few hundred dollars. I sent him a more, more money. I did this and that, like doing everything I could. And then he leaves the house um, in this type of shitty condition. I wanted to more or less, I was seeking revenge, right? That was more or less the, the thought or the feelings that were going through my mind at the time. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. I'm going to, I'm going to write the, the, the worst review. I'm going to give him, you know, uh, well, I'm going to write the best review about the worst experience <laughs> with this dude. <laughs> give him one star review, which, you know, for Airbnb and Turo and everything else, right? Like your reputation, your, your stars, your reviews, you know, speak volumes. So I'm pissed. Anyways, without going into too much detail, <clears throat> I contact the guy after I've taken photos, after we've cleaned, after we've, you know, I've aerated, I've, or fumigated, whatever you want to say. Um, and not to mention, like, up on the rooftop, there's a fireplace, there's an outdoor TV, there's furniture. They had smoked a bunch of uh, weed up there. They had left joints all, all around. They had left everything uncovered uh, in terms of, like, you're supposed to, if you if you use it, cool, and then just put the covers back on. And then, of course, it snowed um, that day or over that night um, right before they were to check out. So everything was uncovered and completely <laughs> snow-covered. So that added to it. Um, and so I was, I was really pissed. And truth be told, I, you know, in... <laughs> In other areas of my life, I've been frustrated and angry as well, right? This just ended up being a good outlet for me to uh, express my my anger. <laughs> so this guy is not, you know, remorseful. He's not empathetic. He's like, you're lying. This is, you know, when I contacted him, he's like, no, no one threw up. No one smoked weed in the house. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, you know. I was like, the the mascara of whoever you're with is all over the sheets. It's all over the towels, the white towels, rather than the black ones that we left for you guys to use for that reason. Um, it's not coming out, you know, as much as we bleach. We're going to have to get new towels and new sheets, which is true. He's like, what? That's not the case, you know, at my places, all my Airbnb, you know. So he's just going back and forth, and he's challenging me on everything. And I'm like, you know what? This is so frustrating, and so I realized, like, this guy, talk about choosing lose-lose, which is what I was choosing, okay? I was like, I'm all, I've already lost because this guy fucked up my place. So I'm going to fuck him up, right? So if I'm going down, I'm going to take him down with him, right? So if you listen to any of my other podcasts, you know, I've talked about one where uh, I refer to you're either playing – life above the line or below the line when you're playing below the line you're a victim you're blaming you're pointing fingers you know so at this point my mindset is i'm totally playing below the line a 100 percent and it makes me think of of a situation a story where i was a senior in high school um during spring break me and my five other buddies we go on this like cruise, right? And this is so funny. I hadn't really totally thought about this for a while. Since my freshman year, I decided, I guess I'm a planner to some extent. I was like, we got to do some shit. We got to do something fun. So from like freshman, sophomore year 
I had started telling the guys, like, hey, let's, let's go on a cruise our senior year for spring break, and let's start saving up now. <laughs> you know? It's probably going to be, like, a couple thousand dollars, and everyone's on board, so we start saving up. We'll come around, fast forward to senior year. We're like, you know, we're pretty much, we talk about senioritis, right? That's like when you're you're totally done with high school, but you're not out yet. That's kind of a dangerous place because you can do stupid shit that ultimately gets you kicked out of school. <laughs> so um, this is not a big deal uh, in the grander scheme of things, but we all bleach our hair, right? <laughs> we all bleach our hair and we go on this cruise and uh we're like everyone refers to us as the bleach brothers <laughs> and they don't know if we're like a uh a boy band if we are a uh a group of like gay teenagers if we are uh like because all we did was hung out with each other and we're all just like you know goofing around and making jokes and people didn't know what to deal with it but they thought that it was funny <clears throat> so we get back of course from spring break and uh, I was going to a pretty strict Christian school, and they were like, "Oh no, you can't do that. Like that's not you can't you can't get away with uh, with doing that because it's in the flies in the face of like our our dress code, our school reg. Like so ultimately, and and I was kind of like, fuck the establishment at that point." you know, 18 years old, I was like, I'm out of here, I'm ready, I'm so ready for the next phase in college, and so, the choice was ultimately to, you know, like, shave our heads, or bleach, you know, not bleach, like, dye our hair back to, like, a, a normal color, or to sit in detention every single day after school, which ultimately would keep me out of sports baseball which was like the last you know the last sport and i was the captain on the baseball team and yada 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 <clears throat> so i remember feeling like i was gonna choose lose lose i was kind of like fuck them you know they can't tell me what what to do i'm an adult i'm 18 years old <laughs> i'm old enough to vote i'm old enough to volunteer for the for the military i should be able to to, to choose what I want to do with my hair, you know, and they're like, sure, but as long as you're going to school here, these are the, you know, the, the school regs that, you know, and everything else that you agreed to until you graduate, this is how, how to play the game, and I'm like, fuck you guys, my mom sat me down, and we had a very interesting, kind of a quick, but a very, you know, thought-provoking conversation, that I will never forget. And she said, Johnny, I will back you, whatever you decide to do. It's your life. You choose. However, you have to choose and be very careful about what fights are worth fighting in life. What, what, uh, what causes are worth putting the effort towards and which are not. She's like, I get that you're totally over this. I get that you are ready for school to be done, that you're ready for the next, you know, stage of your education and, and life experience and you're an adult. I get that. 
However, if you choose the road of saying fuck you to the establishment, think about all your teammates whom you'll be letting down on your baseball team. Think about this. Think about that. I'm like, oh, damn. She's good. (laughs) She's good. She's like, if you should decide to, you know, make it right, I'll tell you what. I will pay for your hair because, like, I didn't have a ton of money at the time. I'll pay for your hair getting it dyed back brown. And, uh, you know, in a month, month and a half, two months, you'll have graduated. You can do whatever you want to do with your hair. And I really thought about it overnight. And I decided, you know what? It's not worth not playing baseball. It's not worth sitting in detention for an hour or two every single afternoon after school. It's not worth all that. And so I decided to to go back in and... and <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, hair that's been bleached, you know, by... What did we do? Like hydrogen peroxide? I forget what we did, but it was not good. <laughs> it would, like, make your skin literally boil. We were using this shit that just bleached the shit out of our hair... And then to try to to color your hair back to a reasonable color, I think she tried to dye it black, and because you know it wouldn't take it, it looked kind of brownish. It was not good, <laughs> but anyways, it got me out of detention and got me back to playing baseball. And so I thought about this whole story when I was seeing red, and I was cho- I was at that point wanting to like screw this guy guy into the the ground and essentially teach him a lesson like how how dare you you know treat another human being that way and and when you've left their house so shitty and like where's your where's your integrity with your word and all the stuff that's going through my mind right <clears throat> and i was so frustrated that i i wasn't able to really work i wasn't able to think about anything this guy had been like blowing up my my airbnb inbox um with like 20 messages and like you know and it was just getting worse because i wasn't replying cuz i was attempting to work and going to the gym and this guy was like how dare you and i've got nothing but five star reviews and none of that happened and you probably let another group into the house and they partied and now you're trying to blame it on me and get money out of me. And I'm like, what? Like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> no. But then I'm also trying to empathize, you know. And maybe maybe they didn't smoke in the house, you know. Maybe they didn't throw up. Like, maybe we're seeing other things. Like, do I actually know 100% from the forensic evidence that, you know, or am I just drawing conclusions and connecting dots and, was it late? Was I angry? Am I angry about other things in my life where I'm just taking that stuff out on him? So I had to take a deep breath and I finally said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to just drop it all because this wasn't, this isn't a fight that's worth putting effort into because this guy also, he's, if, if, like again, if I'm going to choose, choose red, if I'm going to choose losing, he's going to choose losing. We're both going to lose. And I'll probably have energy about this whole thing for a long time, right? Every single time I get on Airbnb and see that my, you know, review or whatever has dropped a point because he chose ones and I chose ones, you know, instead of five stars. So I said, you know what? I went back in. I withdrew my request for a bunch of money. 
um, I shot him a message saying, you know what? I don't have time for this. You know, like karma's a bitch, you know, you do you. I don't know why you chose what you chose and you decided to lower your standards uh, just on my property, you know, in my experience with you versus all your other raving reviews. But that doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't need to, to know. Um, and so I'm just dropping it all and uh, best of luck to you. That was it. And uh, there wasn't a whole, a whole lot said after that. But I immediately felt... I immediately felt like the weight of the world off taken off my shoulders in the same way that when I was a senior in high school, as soon as, as I decided, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to fight this, this battle. I'm going to get my hair and dyed back and I'm going to play baseball and finish out, uh, the rest of my high school, you know, career, not being an asshole. <laughs> I immediately felt the, the weight of the world taken off my shoulders then too. <clears throat> And so I say both of these stories because I, I, I want you to question, as this podcast often offers, a challenge to what is something that you might be fighting. And similar to my mom saying to me that I'm saying to you, like, is it worth the fight? Like, there's certain things that are worth the fight. You know, your freedom. Uh, and, don't, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not big on uh, authority or people telling me how to live my life. So I'm all, I, I, I resonate with that. <clears throat> but are there things having to do with your job or in your relationship or uh, in whatever part of the world that you live in? Maybe it's issues with your parents or with friends or family members, you know, that, that have gone on way too long. That if you thought about, if you were to just let it go energetically, would that result in the weight of the world being lifted off your shoulders? So I don't know. I think it's worth something, you know, worth considering, something to think about in that uh, maybe maybe you just uh, take a little time to reflect today on some of those things that you're angry about. And maybe there are actually battles that you're having within yourself that you need to, to let go of. I think that could be a good challenge, something good to to reflect back on. Because I'll tell you, you know, I'll never forget that five-minute conversation I had with my mom when I was 18 years old. And she's like, I, I got you. I'll support you no matter what. You're my son, you know, but this is your life. And you get to choose the battles that you really want to fight for. And there's only so much time and only so much energy <laughs> That we have in life. And a lot of us can spend years or a lifetime fighting something that really probably isn't worth the fight. Or as they say, the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Right? Um, maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's, you know, again, it, we often find ourselves in that position when we're choosing to be right versus to be happy. Right, we want to be right. We know we're right. We want to make sure that other people know that we're right. We want to win, and so much of the way that I was raised, especially with sports and being a guy, a lot of it is like 
the best scenario is that I win and you lose, right? At least is how my, my thought had been growing up, you know, just based off of, like I said, sports and even school. Like, I've got to, I've got to make, you know, 100%. I've got to do all those things. But the older I get, the more I realize is that if we don't all win, we all lose, right? Life isn't really like sports where it's, it's great when, you know, you beat your opponent. In most cases, leadership positions, whether you're managing people, whether you're talking about work, uh, like I said, loved ones, relationships, when you win, everyone wins. At least that should be the goal. So I want to challenge you into looking into your life into areas where maybe you can let things go and choose win-win versus lose-lose or win-lose or lose-win. Any of those options other than win-win is ultimately a loss. And you have to be really, really careful and intentional about what lessons, or not not what lessons, what um, what battles are worth the fight. And if you really think about it, and it's really not worth it, then let it go, man. Just let it go. Thank you for listening. I hope this is... Uh, something that has resonated, that has uh, hit at just the right time, something that uh, you can take some actionable action on (laughs) in the near future, like today. There's no point in putting something off. And, uh, yeah, see how your life changes. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Talk soon. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.